Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and this is podcast number 170. In this episode, I sit down with celebrity chef, best-selling author, and filmmaker, Charles Maddox. He has been featured on the Today Show, Good Morning America, Fox News, The Talk, Martha Stewart, CNN, Dr. Oz, as the poor chef where he teaches you how to stretch your dollar and still make great meals. Now, Aside from being a celebrity chef and being on all of these uh, news outlets, he is also a filmmaker. His first film, called The Diabetic You, which we talk about towards the end of this episode, chronicles his diagnosis of type 2 diabetes and how he is going around the world to spread the word. He is a worldwide diabetes advocate. Now, this episode focuses more on his current film project called Trial by Fire. And you can find out more about that by going to trialbyfiremovie.com, all one word. And this is about chronic regional pain syndrome, or CRPS, also known as RSD, reflex sympathetic dystrophy, although no one's really using that term much anymore. And you will find out why he decided to make this film, why he's so passionate about it, why he is such an advocate for people living with CRPS. The film is pretty powerful. If you go to trialbyfiremovie.com, you can see a trailer. Um, He interviews many, many people with CRPS. We talk about what surprised him during the making of the movie. Um, We talk about why he's so passionate about it. And we talk about what's next with the movie and where he wants to go. Uh, with this movie and and what he learned from all of the the people that he interviewed that are living with CRPS. And again, CRPS is chronic regional pain syndrome. If you've listened to my podcast, you've definitely heard me talk about it before. Um, if you want to find out more information about research into CRPS, about treatment options for CRPS that does not include... Uh, medication uh, that may include physical therapy. I'm a physical therapist. Of course, I'm going to advocate for physical therapy. There are some great physical therapists doing research into pain that is very important. So as part of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Community Board, I'm going to urge everyone to look up Dr. Lorimer Mosley at bodyandmind.org. Look up Dr. David Butler at Noi Group, that's N-O-I group.com. They are doing great research into pain, finding treatments that don't involve harmful uh, medications and and risky treatment options, um, one of which is graded motor imagery, which is, uh, we talk about it, Charles and I talk about it a little bit during the interview, but if you are someone living with CRPS, if you are a caretaker for someone with CRPS, I urge you to look up Dr. Lorimer Mosley and Dr. David Butler. They're doing some really great stuff. Um, so that being said, let's get to the podcast. So you can learn more about Charles. You can learn more about uh, why he wanted to do this very important film and why he's such an advocate. And again, if you want to find out more about Charles, you can go to charlesmaddox.com. He's also on Twitter and Trial by Fire movie also has a page on Facebook. So be sure to go and look that up as well. So um, I hope you enjoy it. And Charles was great. I thank him very much for coming on. And here's the podcast. (music) 
Okay, so I am here with celebrity chef, best-selling author, and filmmaker, Charles Maddox. Charles, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Ah, thank you so much for having me, Karen. So I came across you via Twitter. Okay. Someone on Twitter had tagged me um, in a post about your upcoming movie, Trial by Fire. Yes. And uh, because I'm a physical therapist, I talk a lot about pain, and I've done a couple of podcasts already on CRPS. Um, And for those of you who don't know, that's chronic regional pain syndrome. It used to be called RSD, reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Um, But you are now, which I know as a PT, I am thrilled that you are making a movie about living with CRPS. So Where was the motivation for that? Uh, Motivation was my mom. She, or is my mom. She was diagnosed a few years back. And just, you know, seeing her basically transform. You know, she was always a real healthy, exercise, good eating type of well-traveled person. And to see her go from that to, you know, uh, slowly um uh, which seems almost over slowly but overnight transform into something totally different um so i think you know initially i i didn't really take it serious cuz you know if if someone says they have brain cancer or something you kind of all right no okay this is a serious situation but if mm-hmm. you you hear something that you know you 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 see that she twisted her ankle when walking and and um, you never heard of it before. You're kind of like, you know, come on, this just can't be that bad. So, uh, you know, for probably, you know, about a two, year or two, I didn't really take it serious. And, um, you know, uh, as time went on, seeing her decline, it kind of made me kind of say, you know what, let me take a look at really what's going on. And uh, uh, so, yeah, she was the inspiration behind And so she sprayed her ankle. How long after she sprained her ankle, was she given the diagnosis of CRPS? Uh, I want to say about a year. I mean, I think, I think, I think that, you know, it was probably one of those things where, you know, she went to different doctors and, you know, nobody knew what it was. It was, you know, more going to the, the, the chiropractor and, and, and this drug and this, uh, you know, I think, you know, even, even looking at whether it was sprained or broken, or I think actually it was, she had a chip in, 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 uh, in the heel or chip somewhere. And so it was more one of those type of things where it was just a little bit more confusion. And it seems to be the typical story in, in a lot of CRPS, uh, patients. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people will have these what most people would think minor injuries, sprains, sometimes breaks, and and it turns into this overwhelmingly painful condition. And I think that these people are kind of bounced around a lot. Yeah. And and they're not diagnosed quickly enough. And I think that that definitely has a detrimental effect on the treatment they receive and the recovery and the time they can kind of go in and really start getting things, getting to the right people. Yeah. So when you were doing this, um, this documentary trial by fire, just in the previews, I mean, this is powerful stuff. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So a couple of questions: How did you find people to come on to the documentary that were willing to talk about what they're going through? Let's start with that. Well, you know, initially um, I reached out. I remember reaching out to someone in the community and um, didn't get very far initially. Um, And then uh, probably about a year and a half, a year went by. And uh, recently I, like I said, I was at my mom's house and just seeing her just in her state and then just went online and while she was there, because I was trying to figure out, you know, uh, maybe I can find somebody online who's got some kind of potion and that that can help her, you know. So um, that's when I really said, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and, and do this thing and get this thing done. Um, so I fortunately bumped into, you know, I just started immersing myself and realized that if I went online and started to jump into communities and, and reach out to people that, um, you know, somebody would take me serious. So, uh, I, I bumped into a great lady named Nancy Cotterman, who is, uh, she's a, an advocate and also a sufferer of CRPS. And she kind of helped really direct me in a, in a couple of really good ways, you know, with a couple of patients cause she has her own support group. So she introduced me to some doctors and some patients and some friends of hers that are in her group. And, uh, so it kind of led like, it kind of, you know, led into, you know, those type of, uh, those type of people who wanted to share their story. And mm-hmm. the great thing with, with, with people in CRPS is, you know, they really want to kind of share their story. They, they are some, some of the most amazing, lovely people. And, you know, they're going through, you know, uh, what we call trial by fire. And I think, you know, when you get to that point, you, you do want to share what you're, what you're going through and let other people know because, you know, it could, I'm sure uh, it could be, you know, if you think about pain and you're up at three, four in the morning with pain and it's just you, um, you know, wanting to share and, and allow others into your world um, is something that I'm sure, you know, a lot of people would like to do. So they're just really lovely people. So they were just, you know, everyone has been more than, than, uh, you know, uh, having their hands stretched out and I've have, I've gave interviews or done, uh, uh, taped interviews and had people for the first time really sharing their story and, you know, breaking down in tears and just interviewed a young uh, tennis pro, and uh, it was pretty much the first time him sharing his story like that. And, you know, his young kid is 20-something years old mm. and just literally what he's gone through and just seeing his, his pain and his tears and his, it was just, it was, uh, it was shocking, you know. Yeah, and actually my next question was, were you, were you surprised? What were your biggest surprises kind of going through and interviewing all of these people about, what they're going through and about living their lives with, with CRPS? Um, probably the biggest surprise was uh, that this could happen to any of us. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's, that's, that's the scary part, that this could be me today. It could be uh, any, anyone. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, 
you know, that's, uh, it's, it's sombering, you know, and, uh, you know, especially when you see kids with it, uh, it's, it's, it's very sad to see, you know, little young ones who were dealing with this and, and their parents. Um, so it was, it was really more about just realizing the realization that, you know, how precious life is and how, uh, how we really can't take, you know, any, anything for granted. And, uh, you know, one day we can be perfectly okay. And then the next day we can be in a situation where our lives are changed and, and we're, uh, faced with, uh, an obstacle that is just, uh, uh, something that we would never wish upon anyone. So it's, uh, it, it, it hasn't been, you know, uh, any spectacular surprises other than just, you know, the realization of how precious life really is and how we really have to be thankful for what we have, you know? And out of the people that you interviewed, were they at sort of different stages? Did you interview anyone who said, yes, I have, I have CRPS or had CRPS and with, XYZ treatment, I'm now in recovery. No, no, um, no. Unfortunately, um, you know, finding those who have had that type of success is, is very hard to find. I mean, mm-hmm. You have uh, Jonathan Haig, who I uh, interviewed, who you know, he's, he's very, was very famous, um, through some of the procedures that he had. And, um, he was in the army and, uh, he, his, his legs literally blew up to like, like the elephant size. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he got the, the ketamine coma. Uh, oh boy. and, uh, while, you know, you think, and you hear some stories and you hear, you know, you think that this is going to kind of reverse everything and, he's going to wake up a new person. Um, he still is dealing with pain and, uh, you know, Nancy had the ketamine coma, uh, as well. And so it's, it's, uh, I, I did have one girl, a uh, young girl who had the ketamine and literally, uh, has been in remission since. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's probably maybe Rare. a year or so. Um, yeah, well, you know, obviously when the thing is, is, um, when other, other issues start to arise, you know, now you have complications of other issues that are compounded with, uh, with the CRPS too as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's not easy, but yeah, that, that was one case where the ketamine seemed to have, you know, taken her out of, uh, the state of the pain that she was in, but, uh, I haven't heard of too many others. No. And and for those of you listening, if you're not, if you're unfamiliar with what, uh, ketamine, these ketamine treatments are ketamine coma, um, they are illegal in the United States. Um, most people go out of the country for them. They, uh, give you large doses of ketamine, and you are in a coma for what is it? A couple of days, I think. Up to is that right? A couple of days, three, yeah, four some days, something like that. Not, yeah. Um, and then you come out. Sometimes it works. Sometimes people will have some relief. Only t- six months later, to have it to have their pain come back. Um, one of the biggest downsides of these ketamine comas is you can have some brain damage as a result. 
Um, but the thing that I, I was just at a course a couple of weeks ago in Chicago with one of the leading researchers into pain, and he does a lot of work with CRPS. His name's Dr. Lorimer Mosley. Um, and, you know, the, the thing that we were talking about was it's amazing that the pain and the suffering from people with CRPS is so great that people will say, I'll do that ketamine coma again, knowing the complications that can arise from it, which I don't know if you found interviewing people, but is that not amazing that that's, that's yeah. the length that, that people will go because this is so painful. I mean, that you don't get much more complicated pain situations outside of CRPS and phantom limb pain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the yeah. pain is so great and disruptive that they're willing to take their chances with the adverse effects of a ketamine coma. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> And heavy stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's a it's a terrible thing, and um, and and uh, you know, obviously, when trying to figure out a way to get out of pain, you know, uh, I don't think people, you know, people pretty really probably pretty much do anything. Yeah, I when know. When it comes to that, you know, clearly. And what? So coming from, you know, often on this podcast, I talk to researchers and therapists and medical professionals about a lot of this, about pain and CRPS, but it, I have not had a patient on and I have not had a family member on or a caregiver on. So what is your experience as the caregiver with someone with CRPS? And what do you wish you had, that, what do you wish there was within the medical system for you, to help you as a caregiver or, as, or to help your mom as the patient? Um, you know, it's, it's, um, unfortunately my mom, you know, she's older, so, uh, it's a little harder. Uh, she's older and from the Caribbean and a little stuck in her ways. So it's, uh, it's kind of been a little bit of a, of a challenge, um, dealing with, with, you know, with her and what she's going through. Um, like right now she's in, uh, Georgia dealing with some, uh, a trial for, uh, CRPS. Mm. And I just think that, you know, me personally, where I have, you know, a local doctor, um, Dr. Hannah, who has said, Charles, just bring mom in and, and we'll take care of her on, on our dime, you know? And, uh, so to have that invitation and, and, you know, know that she's, you know, just trying something that has no, you know, doesn't even know if she'll be accepted or, or even what the outcome may be, um, you know, it's kind of like, wow, you know, so it, it's, it's very trying and tough with her right now. So, uh, I don't know what's going to happen as far as what she's doing right now. She hasn't had any real treatment for it. So um, uh, she also, uh, they, they saw some heart issue things, so they wanted to do some more tests. And so I don't know if they're going to accept her. If mm. they don't, then uh, I'm, I'm very excited for her to come back here and see if, you know, Dr. Hannah will... Uh, uh, be able to do anything, uh, you know, depending on the lab work. So, um, but you know, she's pretty, she's in bad shape. I mean, she's just, you know, she's just, you know, you can hear 
you can hear the, the, the sadness and, and the pain and, and, uh, you know, I don't know the real, you know, to be honest, I don't know what's, what's, what's next for her, you know, and it, it just doesn't look good, you know, so. Hmm. Terrible. Well, maybe yeah. we can also find you a good physical therapist who can help her as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm more than happy to help with that. Um, and in speaking with all of the people in the movie, have you, was there sort of a, a common thread or, or something that, that you got from everyone that you thought, man, I wish X, Y, and Z was in place to help these people? Um, you know, it, 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 as you know, it's, it's such a complicated Mm -hmm. disease and condition. It's, it's, uh, you know, you, you wish some people would be able to get ketamine. You wish some people would be able to try the the Calmare, Calmar treatment. You wish, uh, there was, you know, earlier detection and, and uh, so it's just it's just so much that you know could be in place. Um, I think that the community um, there needs to be more of a. If you look at let's say diabetes, they have mm-hmm. American Diabetes Association, um, and not saying that CRPS doesn't have uh, one or two of those 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 foundations, but I just think that they're not strong enough. I think mm-hmm. that. They need a really, really strong foundation that um, is doing a whole lot more uh, for the people uh, and bringing the, the, the separate groups uh, together, you know. So where, while you have many people who have splinter organizations or splinter groups and, and support groups, those are good, but... Um, if they had more of a, of a head, uh, a parent uh, mm-hmm. company uh, that was like uh, really taking charge. And, because, you know, a perfect example, the fact that no one knows what CRPS is. Totally. Even, in, even doctors. That kind of tells me that that foundation that is there um, is just, it's not reaching the people. It's not reaching the doctors. It's not reaching the community. Now, you know, it's not up to them to do everything, but, you know, there are ways to market, um, whether it's online and, and uh, you know, let's face it, I mean, reaching people, it can be very strong online by creating just an online campaign, whether it's a Absolutely. short little a minute video that is followed up by, you know, uh, you, you could pay for a small amount to pay for Facebook and Twitter ads to come up. So, um, you know, there, there are marketing campaigns and tools that can be done um, to really get the word out. I mean, team up with uh, a, a football team or a hockey team or a baseball team to kind of, you know, help get the word out. So there's things that can be done with creativity. I think that, you know, so I think the community could be a little stronger, and I think that would actually help, mm-hmm. you know, the cause. Because if people don't know what CRPS is, and you're knocking on the door saying, "Hey, you know, we would love a donation to help with what, you know, CRPS," and people don't know what it is, but if they've heard about it, I mean, if you look at the the ice bucket challenge, I think the thing raised over a hundred million dollars, yep. right? So, um, just the recognition help change 
the face of 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 ALS. That that ALS. So yeah. they need more of this. They need more of that. So yeah. So it sounds like what you're saying is is to just create a a better awareness campaign about yeah. what CRPS and you know sometimes I you know what I think sometimes is that when you talk about pain situations all of a sudden it it just things get so so sticky yeah you know and I don't know why that is I I don't know if it's because sometimes when you see now some people with CRPS have some real physical manifestations mm-hmm. and maybe some people they may not quote unquote look sick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or look yeah. like they're in pain. And I don't know if that's, that can sometimes sort of throw people off, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, I, I agree. I mean, not a lot of people know what CRPS is. Not a lot of doctors do. I've had patients with CRPS who've been bounced around a bunch of times and then finally diagnosed and, and got on a really good path. But it is that sort of bouncing around from, well, maybe it's an ankle sprain, maybe like with your mom, a high ankle sprain. Maybe it's broken. Maybe mm. it's this. Maybe this is why she's still having pain. Maybe it's all in her head. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure those are things that got floated around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I think that that can sometimes make it difficult. But I agree, a good marketing campaign. And now with online marketing campaigns... You don't even have to spend a lot of money to do a Facebook ad or a Twitter ad. No, no, there's there's a lot you can do. So, you know, hopefully with the film, that's one of the the the, the perks that I I hope to be able to um, to get out uh, the message. You know, I, I uh, you know obviously my mother has it, but I've I've met some amazing people and and have established some great friendships that, you know, through tragedy and through pain, I've been able to, uh, you know, come away, walk away with some, some great support, some great people that I consider, uh, you know, friends and cherish, you know, I mean, they, they check up on me and, uh, they, they make sure I, uh, am okay. You know, they, they, they actually, if I'm not feeling great, uh, a certain day, they are there like, uh, like mommies and aunties mm-hmm. and sisters and, and, uh, and, and I got to thank them for that. It's been, it's been beautiful. Uh, so hopefully, you know, what my goal is with the film is to, like I said, we'll, we'll start at the film festivals and, you know, I've talked to some distribution companies that are interested, but I kind of want to just let the film do what it does first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, kind of you know see really what's out there because you know obviously if you have a film that's successful um you know better offers will come or better concepts and ways to promote it and ways to get it out there will will show up so i thought you know what let me just kind of you know hang in there until um until uh we start to to do well and then and then we'll then we'll take it from there take you it know? From- when did you? When did all of this start? When did you start the process of this film? Um, I started the process. I want to say maybe about four months ago. Oh wow! Ago. Yeah, you are yeah. quick. Well, I, you know, I, I do have. I've, I've gotten my practice on my other film on how to 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 uh, kind of shorten the process. But um, the thing is, is that you know, unfortunately there aren't a lot of experts in CRPS. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, that's kind of been a hindrance, really finding people in Florida and the local area who can give a lot of detail on really what CRPS is. So it's more patient um, driven and combines a little bit of you know my story and and you know uh, why I did this and um, my mother's story a little bit. And uh, so um, you know the one challenge is really just finding quality professionals to talk about, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in depth, you know, what's next, what's, what's going on. I mean, it's, it's not like I can find a pharmaceutical person because there's not many drugs or pharmaceutical companies that actually have a vested stake in this. So it's, um, it's, it's, um, it's challenging, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I think with documentaries like these, it's the people in it that, connect with people watching it it's the stories and that's where the connection comes from you know like you said you've walked away with with having I'm assuming lifelong friendships yeah you know and and that's what that's what connects people is listening to other people's stories Mm -hmm. and listening to them again and again and and then thinking to yourself god there's got to be something I can do to help Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is, is it, it, I'm not sure, but if, if that's another goal of the film is to get someone watching this and thinking, you know, I can help or I want to help. What can I do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I think, you know, once the film really starts to, you know, hit the market and the circuit and and, you know, I plan on going back on a lot of the major shows that I've appeared on and talking about it because, you know, it's a great subject matter. And, um, you know, I've got good relationships with certain organizations and news outlets that, you know, I feel that they would definitely cover this piece because it's a piece that nobody's really heard of and is, is, you know, has so many people that suffer from it. Um, and I plan on, you know, if, if, if I'm in Atlanta doing CNN, I'll find someone in, in Atlanta, come on to come on with me to talk mm-hmm. about, um, what they're going through. So they'll be able to, to kind of get a firsthand impression on, on really what uh, CRPS is uh, all about. Yes, and I'm sure the CRPS community thanks you a million times over for all the hard work that you're doing. Um, and you mentioned earlier about uh, that you had another film. So yeah. you had your a film called The Diabetic You. So can we talk about that for a few minutes? Definitely. Kinda, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's, I, what's it all about? Well, I have type 2 diabetes. I was diagnosed about five years ago. And um, that kind of led me on uh, the whole path that I'm on now, you know, wanting to kind of, you know, as a celebrity chef and, you know, filmmaker and wanting to tell my story and um, been all around the world with that, um, from India to Australia, um, telling that story. Um, You know, I've got some great accolades. I'm also uh, an international, the International Diabetes Federation, one of their Blue Circle champions. I've just released a cookbook with the American Diabetes Association to work with them work with a lot of pharmaceutical companies to create activations. I created the first of a diabetes RV tour. We went around the country um, in an RV that I, that I purchased with Shire Biopharmaceuticals to educate people on diabetes, uh, wound care. So it's been a lot of fun and, uh, you know, just trying to I also created the first ever 
diabetes reality show that I'm trying to get uh, where it needs to be, uh, which I think could change the face of healthcare. Um, so, yeah, the diabetic you is based on my story, but really becomes a world story on people who are living with diabetes and what they're going through, and the, suffer- the suffering, the medical side, the food side, the many different sides. So it's, uh, I'm really excited about that. Um, it's a bigger project. So, um, what we're going to do is kind of, um, with the success of the, the trial by fire, kind of be able to, to roll that one out right after that one. So I think that, uh, it's going to do very well in, in that aspect. So I'm excited, you know, I think that, uh, I think we, we, there's a, a space that I'm creating, you know, that I like as far as making documentaries that are based on disease and condition states. And, uh, you know, no one's in that lane and uh, I'm going to go ahead and fill it and and at the same time help people because uh, you know, I truly love uh, being able to, to help people and give give back in, in my own way. And uh, these people truly love and, and want the help. And, and need uh, it. Yeah, need so. the help absolutely yeah. and with the diabetic you have you found throughout your travels um I'll, i guess i'll kind of ask kind of a similar question with trial by fire but um when i was reading up on this i was surprised you went to india and that the amount of people in india with diabetes is crazy yeah, yeah, it's, crazy. it's actually it's actually higher in uh, in in Asia, and uh, China. Um, uh, and What's Japan. the deal? Well, I, I just think that well, number one, the population is also is big. bigger. Yeah, um, and then number two, you know, me being from the Caribbean too as well. You know, what is a staple for us is, uh, you know, at times. Um, could also be a, a hindrance to us because, you know, in, in a lot of these countries, you know, when you have to make things last mm. or stretch, you know, mm-hmm. you're looking at things that are usually filled with high carbs, starch, sugars, and salt, you know. So yeah. you have rice, which is a big staple in the, in, the, in the islands and also Asian communities. You have you know, flour and, and, and things like that. Sugar. And, and sugar that we use to make the flour taste good, you of know. Of course, so, yeah. Um, so I think it's a lot of it's the diet. Obviously, we the world has changed and, you know, all the processed foods and the fast foods and the things mm-hmm. that are just, uh, you know, that are filled in these, these mm-hmm. foods that um, they're just killing us. I mean, food is a really, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a drug and... Um, it, it it can definitely take our lives. And uh, so I think, you know, there's a couple of different scenarios. I think also that, you know, we don't exercise, of course, as much as we should. We are in front of the television, the computer, the video games. And, and um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're not doing what we used to do as far as the, the, the exercising movement. and walking and movement. So, yeah. you know, so there's a few factors, you know. Yeah, I was I was shocked, shocked by that because yeah. I always thought, you know, here in the U.S. I mean, I've had I used to work in a hospital, so I've seen plenty of patients suffering from from diabetes from early stages on through to amputation. So, you know, anything that people can do to get the word out and to keep people 
with good management skills of yeah. their diabetes is so crucial and so key. So kudos and, to you. And a lot of diabetes, you know, is also, especially when you talk about type two, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, I see people who I, I have reached out to that are even in the film. Um, I've reached out to and said, Hey, listen, you know, let me help you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you see them declining, you see their patterns continuing, the bad eating, the, the, the lack of exercise, the lack of, of, of taking this serious. And, you know, even one that I can think of now, you know, um, the amputations keep coming and it's like, you know, you, you see and you're like, they could have, they could have really, they could have stopped this. Mm-hmm. They stopped Absolutely. This if they had just, you know, uh, it's almost like they, I wouldn't say they like it, but it, it it's almost like they're, you know, they're, they're choosing their, you know, Bob Marley said every man has a right to decide his own destiny. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like you see them going down this road that I don't know if it's if 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 uh, it's just you see the road and you know that they're on it and it's like just get off of it. But it's I don't know if some people may like to kind of uh, go through something. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't uh, know. I don't know if yeah. it's that or is, is it lack of support? Is it bad no, habits? They had, they had plenty of support. And I, yeah. And, once again, it's, it's, you know, you can change your habits. I mean, I think that, you know. But it takes yeah. work. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've got a brother, you know, and I uh, love him dearly. And, uh, you know, he just, as we speak, is, I think, probably in the hospital with a, a stroke issue. And, oh, um, you know, but, but that comes from he doesn't eat vegetables at all. Um, he was very overweight, smoking. Mm. Um, doesn't eat fruits, um, doesn't exercise, um, you know, diabetes, um, you know, you, you, you kind of see it coming mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, what can you do with somebody who doesn't eat vegetable or fruit and probably doesn't drink a whole lot of water, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I'm the type of person that if I see something, I make immediate changes, you know? So uh, you know, recently I just stopped eating meat because I just, uh, I was in, I was away and, and I, I reheated up some meat and, and the smell of the meat just made me say, what am I putting in my body? You know what I'm saying? And, um, so, I mean, I've done that before, but it just really kind of hit me to say, you know what? I, I can't believe that I'm putting this in my stomach and it's having the same effect. It's probably having the same smell. You know, as it is, is what I just reheated up in the microwave, right. you know, but, uh, so, um, so does that mean there's going to be a vegetarian cookbook on the horizon? <laughs> is that, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I've had my, I've got two cookbooks out <laughs> uh-huh. and, and, uh, I think I've had my share of cookbooks. Had your share of cookbooks? Yeah. 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 So. Well, what I, if people want to find out more about you. Yeah. Where can they go? Um, my main website, which is just my name, Charles Maddox, M-A-T-T-O-C-K-S dot com, Charles uh, Maddox dot uh, com. Or, um, yeah, that's probably the best one because um, then they can, you know, go to my other sites, which is trialbyfiremovie.com. And then um, 
thediabeticumovie.com. So, and my Twitter and my Facebook's on there. So, the main one is charlesmaddox.com, or they could email me at info at thepoorchef.com. Thepoorchef.com. So, it's probably the best way. I'm not. I'm not hard to find. You know. Got um, it. I, I try to. You know, reach back out to everyone who sends me I can me attest to that. Yeah, you know what? The thing <laughs> I is, can totally is, attest to that. You know what? The thing is, is, uh, you know, um, I'm a Christian and, uh, you know, anyone could have come up to Jesus, right? So, um, you know, the fact that uh, if, if you can come up to the Son of God, you should be able to, to at least send me an email or tweet and have me say something, you know, even if it's two words, you know. But uh, um, I also think that people miss a lot of opportunity having to, you know, go through 50 people to just, you know, to, to share something, you know. Sure. So, um, you know. Uh, well, I really appreciated it. And I was like, at first, I was like, oh my gosh. What? Like yeah. I'm always you're always like sort of surprised when people like <laughs> return a tweet or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. whoa, okay. And then I just I loved I was so happy that this person on Twitter uh brought this trial by fire to my attention. Marie. Maria, Marie. Maria. Yes, yes, Maria. She is uh she is uh a, a pit bull in in a dress. So which yeah, is she, great. Yeah, she goes to town. So yeah, and and I mean, you know, because as a physical therapist, we see these patients all the time, and and I, I know that it's it's heartbreaking for the families and for the patients. It's frustrating, and believe me, we're we're on we're on the same team. Yeah, definitely. you know, it's it is just as heartbreaking when things don't go the way we want them to, and it's just as frustrating for us seeing people struggle. Yeah. So, you know, I thank you for, for bringing Trial by Fire. And when do you think uh, it's going to be ready? What is it? Uh, like I said, of? I've got another probably two days of filming. Uh-huh. And then uh, it's in the editor's hands. Hopefully he'll be done in, in about 30 days. Okay. Uh, we'll start to uh, submit for film festivals within, you know, the next probably two weeks. Um, and then... Yeah. You know, we'll announce where our first one is going to be. And um, the good thing with that is whenever we have one, I'll, you know, let's say it's in Texas. And, you know, if I'm there, I'll, I'll make sure I let everybody know, you know, in the CRPS community where we'll be. So they'll be able to come out and support the film and and be a part of, uh, you know, whatever we do. So then um, we'll go from there. And like I said, we'll see. You know, <clears throat> probably looking at a Netflix type of distribution. And, awesome. Um, that way, you know, people don't have to, you know, go to. I mean, obviously, it's. Uh, I think that's probably the best uh, distribution platform for it. That way, they can just sit in their own comforted living rooms and just Abs- and just watch it. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story twice, your mom's story yeah. and your story. Um, and, and I think the, the listeners and, and people in the medical community, the PTs that, that listen are definitely going to be looking forward to, to watching your movie and sharing it with our patients as well. Definitely. Well, well, thank you so much for having me and, uh, let's just keep fighting and keep encouraging and, uh, and hopefully there'll be some good news for the people with CRPS some way from hopefully medical or 
or uh, the community of the uh, bringing some form of treatment or or, or help for these for these amazing people with CRPS. And I agree. Couldn't agree more. A great way to end the podcast. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Again, you can go to charlesmaddox.com to find out more about him and his films and to get in touch with him. So thank you all for listening. Have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart.